Hello and welcome to the Real Life Business Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Markwick, a business coach and money mentor to the busy business mum looking to find more confidence, clarity and calm amid this crazy thing we call life. Now, once you're done listening here, be sure to head on over to my socials at clairemarquick.reignite and let me know what you've loved about this episode. But right now, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Business Podcast. Now, what I love about doing this show is the people that I meet and the stories I hear along the way. And I've got another great one to share with you this week. Alana Ball is the creator of the Women in Safety Network and is a true leader of people, equality, and change. She's a passionate and well-recognized leader in health and safety for the way she's actively empowering thousands of professionals and driving rapid change for females to bring their best selves to work. As a working mum to three little humans, she brings realistic, values-driven conversations to life. And when we had our pre-chat for this episode, I instantly connected with so many things that she had to say, and I know that you are going to too. So Alana, welcome. Thank you, Claire. (laughs) I'm quite excited. I know. It's good fun, isn't it? (laughs) So let's start off for those listening in, for people who don't know you, um, perhaps if you could share a little bit about yourself, what you do and how you came to be doing what you are right now. Yeah, thanks, Claire. Thanks for the opportunity and thanks to those that are tuning in. Uh, For me, so I'm Alana. I have, as Claire said, three little humans that um, really have, I guess, transformed me in my journey and what I kind of want to put out in this world and you know you think about what that legacy is and for me it really has changed the way I see work you know how I show up and women in safety had been around for a little while we'd held a number of events but it really was kind of a bit of a it was the side hustle it was the just plodding along Uh, and in October last year I decided enough's enough let's quit the full-time job and let's roll with this full time. And I guess what really um, started that was seeing, so our twins were born at 27 weeks last year. And I think seeing them really fight for some of the basics in life made me go, do you know what? They're showing up every day as their best selves. They're working hard at just day by day getting better. How do I replicate that in what I do? And how do I show up as my best self for them? Because that's what they were doing for me. So launched a paid membership in Women in Safety, as well as the consulting side, staying at home. I'm currently coming to you live from my toddler toy-strewn dining room um, (laughs) and wouldn't have it anyway, Claire. Wouldn't have it any other way. I love it. I absolutely love it. I, this is this is what, as I say, this is what I love about this show. It's having these real conversations. And so many times there's people with, you know, they're like, please don't use the video. Look at the mess in the background. All my washing's behind me. Like there's shit everywhere. I'm like, it's all good. <laughs> I, sent a, I sent a picture to my brother this morning. I was in my, my Udi um, and I looked like a whole hot mess and he's like are you having any meetings today and I was like yeah and you bet I'm showing up in that because I'm sick of showing up as any other way but it's warmed (laughs) up here in Queensland so I took the audio off (laughs) (laughs) well I've just put another layer on I have to say down here in um, the snowy mountains it's pretty blooming cold right now so (laughs) snowy mountains should have told you that but (laughs) (laughs) well yeah exactly exactly so let's let's backtrack um 
a um a career in the health and safety space um the birth of your premature twins was kind of the catalyst to kind of go you know what this this side hustle thing that i've been just bubbling along on the side it now is the time to make this um make this happen if it's going to happen because you know like you say seeing those two little babies um essentially fight for life and to be there every day for you um, made you rethink your priorities I guess Mm. and and what's important to you I think that's I mean that in itself is just that we could do a whole podcast on that part of it I'm sure (laughs) so how do you so explain to us a little bit about what women in safety was at that stage and how you've developed it into what it is now yeah so a number of years ago I had started my career in HR and I loved it. You know, I travelled around the world um, working with a really big firm over in the UK, you know, really great experience, loved it, but really started to see this shift towards, I guess, human resources being really that resource-centric, you know, time and money will get someone else to do the job and you really are replaceable in the workplace and it kind of makes you think, yeah, right. Mm. So kind of started to see the lens that, there had to be more than this. And when you cast that lens of health and safety, we start talking about someone's life and that is not something that's replaceable. We can get someone else to fill the job, but we can't get someone else to fill that job at home. Um, So started thinking about, you know, so from a health and safety lens, could I make a difference? So started studying health and safety whilst working in HR, transitioned across into health and safety roles. And really found myself in this really isolated. I was working in remote Papua New Guinea at the time, really didn't have anyone to bounce ideas off. And I was, I just felt not only isolated in, in where I was in the world, but certainly isolated in that, that community. Um, And the traditional networking models just were not something I connected with you know I've often said the the terms male pale and stale uh and it just it just fit it just fit for what where it was at at the time and yeah anyway sat with a recruiter just talking about kind of career and here's where I was in HR here's where I am in safety how to where am I headed kind of thing and Mm. fast forward women in safety was kind of the brainchild out of that conversation and well you're not happy with traditional networking models have you thought about starting one? And I was like, no. What, <laughs> what I, do what I know I about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I started it, thought it might be three or four of us. Um, it picked up pay- pace quite rapidly. And, and I'm very thankful to, uh, there's a lawyer by the name of Alan Girl, and he practices in health and safety law. And he picked it up, you know, very early, very early adopter and said, I love what you're trying to achieve in that. You know, I'd love to sponsor events with you. And so the firm he was working at, uh, they took us on. We helped started holding in-person events where we'd have a speaker, people would pile into the room and it kind of just kept bubbling. And I was like, ah, and I many a times have called it the runaway train because I was <laughs> like, I thought it would be three of us. And now I'm kind of responsible for, here's another event, here's how I want, like, this is what I see as really fascinating topics. Do you want to learn more about it? And then it just kind of kept going and different kind of sponsors would come on board and more members and that kind of thing. And it just kept growing. And I was like, right, I've, I really either 
let it fall to the wayside or, or I pick this up and, and give it the credit that it's due and keep it going. That's fantastic. And how many members have you got now? Totally putting you on the spot. Yeah, we've just <laughs> we've just cracked 2,000 recently. Um, and that's a combination of kind of paid and our community members. So, yeah, it's it's been um, been exciting. It's certainly had its challenges, but really exciting and refreshing to see some really beautiful conversations come to life. Yeah. And as you said, like we said in the introduction, um, you know, you're all for driving change and, and helping, helping women bring their best selves to work. And like, I know I'm a big believer in connections and relationships and having a space, whether it be physical or whether it be online to talk to people who get it, you know, talk to people who understand. And, and you said, I forget how did you how did you say it's male stale pale. Yep, yep that'll do. <laughs> that'll do. We, yep. we get we get the gist. Apologies for any men listening in, um, but I know you know I know that probably it was just the- it was just the model that was currently sitting at that time, and we're talking over ten years ago that yep. the traditional networking models um, that's what it was. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the reality absolutely. of the room I walked into. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely confronting when when you walk in and you're the only female in the room and you know raising yeah. your hand to say I don't understand this would be like well you're you're a professional shouldn't you know it it's like we don't need to know everything we don't that's, need to be across every single piece that's it that's it and I think that's that's where um and we were just talking before we before we hit record that's where it's really important isn't it to to feel strong and confident in ourselves and know what we stand for within ourselves so that when we potentially are in a room like that we can still hold ourselves strong and we can still get our message across in a way that people will understand without kind of sort of turning in on ourselves and going actually yeah no it doesn't matter (laughs) and when you say especially in your field when there are literally people's lives in your hands like you Mm. you have to be you have to get that message across don't you so if you can create a space where women can feel more empowered to do that then that's phenomenal yeah and look I was writing um, a document this morning about women in safety um, and one of the things that I guess really came out for me is there's two parts to that is one workplace fatalities in Australia are an all-time high we haven't seen them decrease for years Mm -hmm. and if anything they're getting worse we've got all these models in place that you know tell us we've got all these systems and processes in place that says you know where we should be getting better at keeping people safe in the workplace now For me, women in safety then, if I think about what, you know, the big picture of what we're trying to achieve um, is not making a better health and safety professional by teaching them how to do a risk assessment. The the tools, the legislation, it's all there. Mm. What I'm trying to achieve is really empowering female health and safety professionals to bring their best selves to work. And I can talk to some of that. because why I believe that if I, if I more go down this, I guess, well, we call it soft skills and I can't stand it. Yep. But I feel like we'll create some more of this kind of people-focused professional kind of standpoint. And when 
we know that by nature, women are often the nurturers. Uh, so by enabling them and empowering them to have a voice at the table, I really do hope, you know, and as I, as I said at the start from that legacy piece, if we saved one life as a result of having some really empowering conversations and that the people in our membership turn up and do their best work today, then we may change. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think that's a pretty bloody big change to make. Uh, Absolutely. And, and, that, and that's why I'm passionate about it. And one of the ways that I've seen us, you know, and, and this is after years of talking to many, many, many health and safety professionals, is what female health and safety professionals, and, and look, you could probably apply this to a, women as a cohort, is this essence of personal brand. Mm. And when we talk about personal brand, it's very different than reputation. And I think we've got the two confused for years, you know, that as a reputation, well, I'm a reputable health and safety professional. Yeah, great. But what do you stand for? What's your personal brand that when you walk into the room, Claire, as you said, you're not cowering down. You're not going, yep, no, doesn't matter. You've got this voice. Um, and I've held a number of workshops now in that personal brand space. And we talk about values, we talk about strengths, and we talk about passions. Mm. And I think it's really important because when we are talking about someone's life in the workplace, well, let's talk about our strengths and how we can bring that voice to the table. We're in health and safety because we're passionate about people. So mm. let's not forget some of that. And what are our values? Because one of the things that I saw in my you know, career to date in health and safety, there is going to be many leaders that want you to turn a blind eye to behaviours that either your values stand true and you face that and say this is not good enough or you walk away. Um, and without knowing your strengths, your values and your passions, how do you genuinely show up? How do you absolutely authentically show up as you, whether that's in business, so me, as I am today, uh, or not. And I think the more that we can understand those things, the more, whether in business or in health and safety, because um, I think they apply to wherever you are. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think that's a really, really big area for us to continue to kind of drive change in because I think it will give us lasting impacts. 100%. I couldn't agree more. And as you were talking about it, before you linked it to business, I was just thinking, you know, for, for the for the business owners and for the employers listening in, it applies equally, doesn't it? Like oh, we, we yeah, have it's to not, know it's not safety. Yeah, safety centric. Yeah. Yeah. It's and and it's a big thing that I do. Um I do with the with when I'm working with my clients as well, because again, I think it was um, I can't remember whether we spoke about this on air or off air, but mm -hmm. yeah, we were, I was talking about a lot of the reasons that um, clients come to me is because that you know their life just feels like this overwhelming whirlwind of just stuff going on, and and particularly for women, you know, there are there's so many different hats that we're wearing. We're we're um, a business owner one minute, then we're mum, then we're nurse, then we're cook, then we're carer, then we're shopper, then we're wife, then you know we're taxi driver. We're so many different things, and Yes, we need to focus on our, you know, on our business plans and and driving our business forward. But so much of that 
to me and so much of the work that I do, which is I think why I connected with you so quickly, is around this values piece, is around this personal empowerment piece because we need that footing, we need that foundation, don't we? Like what's just popped in my head as I was even saying that is like a three-legged stool where, our, you know, our business plan and our, so, our, you know, our, you know, business KPIs or whatever it might be in, in more in the corporate sense is one foot. And then, you know, we might have budget or something like that as the other foot, but we need that, that, that personal empowerment that brand that values driven mm-hmm. passion is the other leg otherwise everything kind of is a bit skew if isn't it yeah. it doesn't quite work properly yeah well yeah. it is it, it's that ability to yeah show up and and you know on the bad days know what your strengths are and what are you going to pull out of the box today to get you past those hurdles um and how do you show up in those good times, the bad times, the challenging conversations. And it was only last week I did my um, DISC advanced certification, all about that behavioural kind of assessment, Mm. excuse me. And even that stuff, you know, you add that in it and understanding, you know, what your strengths are at that behavioural core. Uh, Really, really exciting stuff. And I think, you know, that's where I really want to make the big change in our community is is just continuing to drive some of those conversations because I do I do think the more that we can empower people to show up as their best selves at work, and again, whether that's in business or in an organisation that they work in, mm-hmm. you know, we really do achieve better outcomes. And for me, those outcomes in health and safety is really, you know, someone's life. And that's our family, our friends, you know, our colleagues. So... 100%. You know, for me, it's, it's yeah, really, really exciting, um, but a lot of big change to happen. Yeah. So what does that journey look like for you? You know, for you personally, um, how have you felt, do you feel that you've always been sort of very confident in your skin, very clear on your message? What is that sort of development of your personal brand? What does that journey look like for you? Uh, I would liken it to a roller coaster, Claire. Uh, it has its highs its lows its loop-de-loops you know and it comes back to you know some leaders I've worked with that have taken you on a roller coaster up you might have worked with a leader that kind of brought it down or put you into a few back-to-back loop-to-loops on it Um, so I haven't always been confident in it but I think last year you know that trigger point of seeing the twins really fighting for basics really puts a lot of things in perspective that Mm. you just go enough's enough I don't want to you know I want I want to show up as me now I'm sick of kind of showing up as someone else or not as someone else but not as my true self um and I, I was talking to someone else about it that the moment I think you lose some of that mask people will either love working and connecting with that or they won't. And I've had to learn that that's okay. You know, it's in my nature to be like, well, you know, everyone must like me, but it's just unrealistic. So getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and just being like, right, you know, what what does this look like? Doing the hard work to really nut down what are my strengths? What am I bringing to this? What is my message? Because, you know, there is so many women in um there is we've got a professional um body that does our certification education that kind of piece where do I fit in this and becoming Mm -hmm. really clear about that point of difference 
uh, and, and you think about it from a business perspective, being really clear about what that offering is and what do I add, what's my value add in this piece mm. has been so, it's been really frigging cool because <laughs> I just feel like for the first time ever in my career, you know, people you said like that really shitty quote where people say, um, you know, like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yes, yes, yes. That's me now. Yeah. <laughs> I actually believe that. I was like, who actually enjoys going to work? Well, I do. I love it. Um, because I get the opportunity to work with some incredible clients in my consulting space uh, and get to watch some really empowering conversations in our membership space that, you know, if the vision comes off of, creating change so much for professionals that we start saving lives like how cool is that like what 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 else would you want in life so exactly Exactly. yeah I do Uh, I do think you've you've got to love what you do and I've finally found that and it's that in itself is just so much fun is I, I I love that, and I've had conversations with people recently about this because I um I, I, my trigger point was something very different to yours, but you get, you get to a trigger point, don't you? Where it's Mm. like, you know what, that is it, that, that is it. I'm done. Um, This is, this is how I'm going to be. This is who I'm going to be going forwards. This is what, this is what I stand for. I'm not dealing with any of this shit anymore. Mm. And um, yeah, I was having a a group of us were just sitting around I was having a conversation and, and I said something about, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that anymore. Cause I don't, you know, I don't want to and talking about the sort of work I was doing and they're like, yeah, but you know, you, you can't always do the stuff you want to do. Work isn't meant to be fun. It's just there, you know, to, to pay the bills and stuff. And I'm like, I've, I've always kind of not felt it's right never, about yeah, that, but just, well. yeah. just now I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. like I am worth more than slaving my paycheck. ass off yeah. just for the paycheck. Like, yeah. and it's so that in itself, when you finally reach that realization, is so empowering, isn't it? It's like, yes, yes I can, yeah. I can change the world now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like I see some of the conversations that our members have, like in our um, private Facebook group, and I'm just like, yes, this is why I did it. This, like, I couldn't, I just, yes. You know, oh, it's so, so cool. Um, And, you know, my husband can attest the amount of times that I wanted to throw the whole thing in the bin. Uh, This is before I kind of went, nah, make or break, baby, let's do it. Um, And I think it's because I had not got to that point of really defining what it was. I knew I wanted that space for female health and safety professionals to come together and have some really authentic conversations but I really had not refined it or, you know, moulded it into what it really looked like. And mm-hmm. having done that work was just – and, look, like I I would never wish the NICU journey on anyone, but all I had in those days was, you know, I had nine weeks, which, look, touch wood in comparison to some journeys is, is small, but there's – you know, you're not really on your phone – you're sitting there holding a tiny baby that doesn't really need a lot from you Mm. with, you know, 10 nurses in the room watching over every single move anyway. So there was a lot of time to kind of really look inward that I don't think many people are granted that opportunity of Mm. almost day in, day out, 
inward reflection on what does this moment mean and what does it change? What does it look like? What does it drive? Uh, and look, that's why I say it's not, it's, I would never wish it on anyone, mm. but I don't think many are granted that opportunity to truly inwardly reflect so silently for nine weeks. Like, you should see my to-do list. <laughs> the house is a mess, but my to-do list looks good because it's all the things about creating change. So, <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. But I, again, I 100% resonate with so much of what you just said. Like, but I, I think there's a really important message um, in what you've said in as much as uh, or what I've taken from it is that you were doing it anyway. So before you'd really refined and before you'd really, um, really tapped into that core essence, that drive, that passion, you were doing it anyway because you had a feeling, you had a sense that, you know, there was something there. You just hadn't quite figured out what it was yet. So I think oh, yes. what I take the lesson from that is, and like my coach says, do it dirty. If you've yeah. got this idea, just if you've got this like inkling that there's something there, just start it. Just start it. And and this journey happens along the way, doesn't it? This isn't a look this isn't- we had we had over a thousand members before we launched anything great. We just had people signing up for nothing. Like it, it, there was not a, a great message or a great branding or anything. It was, but people were intrigued by the concept of it and wanted this space. Um, so yeah, you know, and even launching the paid membership and the consulting piece, I was just like, don't know what it looks like. Don't know who my first client's going to be, but today's the day. Like I'd had a conversation in the morning. We kind of joked like, yeah, I know I need to do it. You know, yeah, it's on the to-do list. And then I was like, well, what's stopping me? Mm. What's stopping me going, do you know what? Like I believe in this. What's stopping me? And I was like, well, nothing. All right, press go. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it's still not perfect and there's still glitches and there's still things I look at daily and go, like, God, that's a gross version of that. But look, we can change it. You know, you see like a... um, you click on a sub link in my website and it's got, you know, trial 101 or, you know, it's got the wrong link name. It's like, yeah, okay, you need to go and change that. It's not perfect, um, but it's serving its purpose, even mm. if it's not to its full potential. Um, there's conversations. The intent is there. The conversations are happening uh, yeah. and we will get better as we go on. Absolutely. And as I say to clients, like clients of mine all the time, I remind them and I have to listen to my own advice sometimes too. 99.9% of other people probably won't even notice the no. URL link no. name or whatever. No. Like it's, we know in our head because we know the intricacies behind everything, but yeah, most other people who interact with our business, whether it be face-to-face or online, will probably have no idea that things no aren't idea. perfect. No. <laughs> It's interesting. I sent out, um, this is exposing me. And if anyone that attended the sessions is listening, go back and have a look at the links. We recently did this four-part series um, workshop. And of the, I think there was about 50-something people signed up. Um, the slide ses- slide deck of session four, I had attached slide deck of session three. Now, maybe three people. And so in the email, I'd say, here's the replay and here's the slides. Maybe three people reached out and said, do you know that that says like that those the slide decks are from slide uh, from session three? 
And I was like, I could go and send an email that says, hello, I stuffed up. Here's slide four or session four. But I didn't because they didn't know it was a problem. Mm. And if they do, they'll reach out. Um, And to me, that's just a classic example of you think people are going to notice because (laughs) I would think that that was a big thing, but they didn't. So (laughs) what you think is a big thing is really not and doesn't matter. No, if they want slide four, They'll get in touch. You. Yeah. you know how to contact me, people. Get in touch. Because <laughs> it's like, well, I don't want to spam them and be like, me again. Yes. Yeah. My stuff up. <laughs> like, you'll come back to me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And that's the, you know, another great metaphor, isn't it? It's like, just, just, just do it. Just get stuff out there. And yeah, yeah. For, for those that, um, you know, it does matter too, they'll, they'll get in touch. And for those that it doesn't, Oh, yeah. did you know there was a spelling mistake no I didn't but I'm so grateful for the feedback <laughs> because it only makes me improve and you better believe I won't spell check it next time either <laughs> because there are just some things that matter to me and some things that don't I try and get it right and 99% of the time it might go perfectly and that 1% and yep. that's my whole motto though right is that every day how can we be 1% better because by the time 365 days comes around and we've shifted 1% every day, we're somewhere That's totally different. Yeah. That is a lot of change. Yeah. 1%. Yes. Don't change one thing by 100%. Change 100 things by 1%. Yeah. That's a, that's a fabulous, like I could just keep conversation going. I really could, but I think that's a really, that's a really cool place to leave it. Cause we've, we've, we've packed so much much. into this and yeah, um, we could talk all day, Claire. (laughs) (laughs) No, right. (laughs) But I think, you know, like there's some really key things that everyone can take away from this, isn't there? Like you said, none of this is specifically health and safety centric focus Not even though that's all. that's no. your focus yeah but we can yeah. apply it out in in so many different ways can't we I think it's fabulous because I think what I'm trying to achieve as I said is people bringing them be- their best selves to work yeah where your impact is on that is going to land differently uh, and how do you show up as your best self in whatever you're doing in your business as a mum as a as a coach as a wherever you are yeah, how are you showing up? I think it's really important. Mm, love it. Where can people find you if they want to follow your journey, join your network? Yeah, so at, at Women in Safety on uh, Instagram and Facebook, you can find us at womeninsafety.net and all of our details about our membership and all our events. We've got some really cool events coming up. Uh, and Alana Ball on LinkedIn for all my really inspirational ideas about life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pull out the spelling mistakes. <laughs> oh my gosh! They're, they're, if there's people really caught up on spelling mistakes, they're probably not listening to this because I put them in all my show notes, all my posts, probably all over my website as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't do it on purpose, but like you say, like there are some imperfect, things. Perfect, Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm like. Focus on the message. If if that yeah. one spelling mistake is meaning that you are like not you're focusing your on that and not the message, then maybe go read someone else's website. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much, Alana. It's been great no to worries. um to catch up and 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 get this out there. I trust yeah, that everyone thanks, listening in has got some epic value. And yeah, thank you so much. No worries. Thanks, Claire.
Yeah, and that's a wrap. Wow, wasn't that a powerful conversation? I think the key thing that really stuck out for me in that one is the importance of legacy and really understanding the bigger picture of what we're doing, whatever it is we're doing for, you know, really understanding what it is that we are so passionate about that it doesn't when we're doing it, it doesn't even feel like work. I think when we get to that space, then we are in an incredibly privileged position because everything suddenly becomes so much easier. But like we said um, in that conversation, I think it's really important to remember that trying to achieve that place shouldn't become the procrastination piece. I think what I took from Alana's story is the importance of just starting. Like I said in that conversation, my coach calls it doing it dirty. Like just start. We, we can't fine tune and finesse something that doesn't exist. So we have to start. We have to create that thing. We have to action that idea, that inkling, that little flicker of inspiration that we've got. We've got to action it in order to then receive feedback, reflect on it, figure out what we can do better and make changes. We improve along the way. We don't improve by sitting at our computer trying to map out every eventuality before we even start. And I think the 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 third piece that really stood out for me in Alana's story is about being true to you or being true to ourselves. It's having the confidence in our own abilities. It's having the faith that we are enough. It's having the, you know, being in that space, that's when we're going to make great change. And I love that Alana has created a space like that in the health and safety field because as she said, I mean, in, in her case, a lot of the professionals working in that industry literally have people's lives in their hands. So if they're second guessing, if they're, if they're not able to speak their voice when it really counts, then that could literally be someone's life in their hands. And whilst we might not all be in that sort of severe situation, I think it's still a really good illustration for the things that we could be missing out on or the, you know, the experiences that we could be missing out on if we're not true to ourselves and if we're not feeling confident in our own skin or confident in our own beliefs to actually speak what we want to speak. So I want to say another really special thank you to Alana. That was a really, really powerful and insightful conversation. And I trust that you all got some epic value out of it. Now, remember, all of Alana's contact details are in the show notes. So go ahead and check that out. I'm sure she would love to connect with you. And I will see you next time. You have been listening to the Real Life Business Podcast with me, Claire Marquick, bringing confidence, clarity, and calm to the busy mum in business. Thank you so much for lending me your ears. It is much appreciated and I love to connect with you. I love to hear what you think and what you take away from these conversations. So what would be awesome for you to do right now 
is take a screenshot of wherever you are listening to this episode from and share it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at clairemarkwick.reignite. And let's share this real life business message. Let's share this message that we can have the business that we want, the lifestyle that we want, and it doesn't have to drive us crazy in the process. I will be back in your ears really soon. And until then, bye-bye.